Hey, Phobos, sisters, brothers, and others, I'm Jinx. And I'm annoyed. <laughs> I'm Harper. <laughs> I annoyed, I'm Jinx. <laughs> Cue the intro. <laughs> have another compilation for you delightful and i again did not tell her what it was this is episode two for tonight so we're already tired mm-hmm. and i'm gonna bumble a lot but usually when we're slap happy we're stupid funny so it works yeah so, I mean, <laughs> uh okay so i only have 10 for you guys today only 10 darn yeah only 10 well normally i'll try to do like 12 of them but like this one and the last one that i did uh, the one that I did yesterday, uh, are shorter just because I haven't had a lot of time. You know, because work is doubled these, both these fucking weeks. Yes, well, I hate your compilation, so I'm not sad. <laughs> yeah, and it's okay, like, some of them are less than half a page. So... <laughs> yeah. yeah, quality over quantity. <laughs> <laughs> there just wasn't a whole lot I could have, like, done about it. I'll do cocaine about it. I don't want to do cocaine about it. Unless it's in Coca-Cola. I mean, that shit will fuck you up. Okay. Yeah, I know. All right. What What are you doing to me today? Uh, well, I'm not going to tell you because you have to figure it out again. Because I have... Did I just s- see Fred and Mos- Rosemary West? Fuck. <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know who they are. Yes, I have a book on them. Oh. Interesting. <laughs> You'll probably be able to tell me more than I could tell you. Okay, all right. Just <laughs> Which go. is fine, because you know me. I just do little excerpts. All right. Uh, family doctor Harold Shipman is known to have murdered 218 of his patients. But many speculate the number is upwards of 355. That's a big gap. Yeah. Well, 50 fear- <laughs> 54-year-old Shipman worked in Hyde and Cheshire, when he was caught, he would dispatch his victims at their own homes with deadly injections of diamorphine. 80% of his victims were elderly women, but his youngest victim was a man the age of 41. I mean, okay. he killed a man in his prime. Seriously, he hasn't even had time to have a midlife crisis yet. I know. He was nine years away. Seriously. He. <laughs> well, I mean, if it was, how long ago was it? Because the. He might have exceeded his life expectancy. <laughs> That's fair. I don't have full-on dates. All I know is he was jailed in tw- in 2000. Oh, okay. So, oh, all right. not, not super long ago, I guess. He was able to get away with it for years because he signed the death certificates himself. Duh. Uh-huh. And because of reluctancy by officials to believe a family doctor could be a serial killer. Yeah. Oh, Unheard of. Yeah. Oh, he's a doctor. He has a, you know, he has an, he's under oath to protect people and save people. It's like, yeah, oaths mean literally jack shit. Mm-hmm. I don't believe your words. I'll believe your actions before I believe your words. Concerns were raised about his activities in 1998 when local undertaker told police 
An unusually large number of his patients were just dropping like flies. Hmm. Hmm. But an initial police investigation cleared him. So they looked at him. They botched ass investigation. (laughs) They probably went up to him and asked him, hey, man, you killing people? No, No, bro. Okay. (laughs) Donut shop was about to close. They were in a hurry. (laughs) (laughs) Oliver, quit. If you hear scratching at the door, it's her cat. Both are cats, man. Mm-hmm. Every time we record, it's either scratch or meow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he got caught the following year when he altered the will of an elderly patient who had passed, making him the beneficiary of her 386,000 euro estate. Don't be suspicious. Don't, Don't be suspicious. suspicious. <laughs> he was jailed for life in 2000, but he hung himself. In his Wakefield jail cell in 2004, like a fucking coward. Coward. Again. Not saying people who commit suicide are cowards. Just people like that. Just people like that who don't want to face the consequences of their actions. Mm-hmm. Now I just want to find the Fred one just because you already know it and we can just go past that then one we can just get, get it over with. Yep. Sorry about all the papers. Not really, but... Was it the first one? Oh, the second one. Fred and Rosemary West. So do you have kind of an idea? Well, you wouldn't yet. You wouldn't yet. No. Like, it's half a fucking page. Like, it's not long at all. Okay. So, sexually deprived and homicidal couple Fred and Rosemary West were unmasked in 1994 after Gloucestershire police began investigating claims that Fred had raped a member of his own family at their home at 25 Cromwell Street, Gloucester. As the investigation continued, they found a collection of human... What? Oh, I wrote bones instead of bones. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Look, I was writing these in a fucking hurry. I had two and a half hours to put together this compilation. I'm actually impressed. (laughs) So am I. (laughs) boned uh they found a collection of human bones buried under floors and in the garden of the house that was smart two of the bodies were those of the couple's own daughters charmaine and heather yeah Mm. the west also had murdered a number of other young women that they had picked up off the streets police think they killed 13 victims but they only found the evidence for 11 (laughs) only yeah you know, just 11. That's that's it. Uh, Fred told witnesses he had killed 30 people before killing himself like the coward he is in 1995 while Rosemary remains in jail. Ta-da. Oh, you want a fun fact about Rosemary? Go for it. She was jailed in the same prison as Myra Hindley, and they actually struck up a bond, and many people believe there might have been a little relationship between them. And oh. Myra Hindley broke it off saying, I really can't be associated with you because you're kind of despicable. And Rose, Rosemary was like, you kill children, too. And I shit you not, Myra's response was, yeah, well, yeah, but not my children. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, fun little tidbit for you. <laughs> I think I gotta live my entire life without that information. Well, I know that information, and now you have to know that information. That's fair, because I'm doing the same to you right now. Mm-hmm. Mass murderers. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Fucking can't. That was, that's the theme, right? Mass murderers? Oh, no. What the fuck? Are you said you said yeah. Oh, well, I thought you meant, like, Myra and, and bitch. No. 
bitch and bitch, bitch one and bitch two. Like, I, I thought that's what you were talking about. No, I'm not talking about, no. Okay. <laughs> You're like, I don't understand. Well, we're almost eight minutes in, so let's see if you can last longer than 12 minutes. Okay. <laughs> that's your challenge for the night. I can last longer than 10 minutes. 12. I can last longer than 12 minutes. Are you sure? Because last night you, uh, you couldn't take it. Read. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help it. Oh, but you could. You <laughs> chose not to. Yeah, absolutely. So this one's gonna hurt. Great. Right, well, look, I picked it at random. Okay. Just short of his third birthday, <sighs> James Bulger was murdered. Oh my God, I know this case. Oh my God, stop knowing my cases. <laughs> okay was murdered in February 1993 by two 10-year-old boys who lured him away from a Liverpool shopping arcade while his mother was distracted. Pay attention to you damn kids. Mm. I mm. cannot, whenever I am out, you can ask Harper, whenever I am out with Nuggie, she does not leave my sight. Nope. Even if I am busy doing something, I am holding her hand, and if as soon as she, you know, runs off somewhere, I have jumped fucking store display pieces to get to her. Mm-hmm. I just did that two weeks ago. The freaking Rainforest Cafe. European murders. Kind of. You're getting closer. British murders. Yeah! Yay! It only took you eight minutes. Well, nine minutes. Well, See, you can't last 12 minutes. I mean, I <laughs> at least you got it this time. I ended it early this time. <laughs> Preemie. Premature deduction. (laughs) I'm biting my tongue. Anyway. (laughs) Okay. The boys, Robert Thompson and John Venables, led the crying toddler on a two and a half mile walk across the city to Walton. Oh, poor baby. I... When I read this, I was like, oh, why do I do this to myself? I can't with this. I know. There, uh... On a scarcely used piece of railway, they used bricks and sticks to beat and torture him, and eventually ended up killing him by repeatedly dropping, I don't know how they did this, they're 10-year-old boys, but somehow they repeatedly dropped a 22-pound bar of fucking steel railway track on his head. Yeah. Okay. The boys then placed his body across a rail, hoping people would think he was murdered by a train. Two days later, his body had been cut in half by a freight train. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. But police examination showed he was already dead by the time he was run over. So, he was dead before that. Oh, my God. Poor baby. I know. CCTV footage from the shopping center showed him leaving the arcade, being led away by two older boys who were soon caught, thankfully. You're ten years old. I fucking can't. Oh, that's like Mary Bell. That's like that also happened in England, and I almost added it, but I'm like, dude, I just did a fucking whole episode on yeah. her. Like, no. <laughs> I've I've been in Mary Bell's world enough. Uh, they were tried and convicted, becoming the youngest murderers ever in British history. Oh my god. All right. Uh, let me do this one. No oh, short one. <laughs> The night of December 21st, 1988, a bomb planted in the hold of a Pan Am Boeing 747 
Flight 103 from London to New York exploded as the plane flew over the Scottish market town of Lockerbie. Oh, I know this one too. Oh, why? Because they, they did a play about it in my college. It was called The Women of Lockerbie. Mm. That's why I know it. Stop knowing my shit. I'm trying to destroy you. I mean, uh, what? <laughs> what picture I don't know? I tried. <laughs> They made a valiant attempt, and apparently I have failed miserably. I know a lot of stupid shit. Okay, so basically, I need to pick themes that you would never look up because you hate. Yes. Okay, that's easy. I mean, to be fair, I only know about this because they did a play about it in college. Fair. Uh, It was hidden in the plane at Heathrow Airport, and all 259 passengers and crew on the plane and 11 people in their homes were killed in this mass murder, and it's considered to be the worst act of mass murder in British history. Ali Mohammed al-Magrahi. Who the fuck cares? Yeah, there's another part to his name, but I didn't write it down because I can't say it. Asshole McGee. <laughs> right. Uh, was convicted of planting the bomb at a special court in Holland. It is believed the attack was ordered by former Libyan leader Colonel Gaddafi. Oh, shit. Yeah. That, that part I didn't know. Oh, you didn't know about Gaddafi? No. Oh, yay, I learned you a thing! <laughs> they didn't go into that much detail, though. It was just, like, the aftermath of what happened and stuff, so... Fair. All right. Lego. Lego. <laughs> this is, I think, the longest one I have. Okay. This one's gonna be a really short episode. We're, like, 13 minutes in and I'm halfway through. Meh. Yeah, it's fair. A lot of podcasts have short episodes. It's fine. Oh, yeah. Plus, it's me, and by now, everyone knows that... If I talk for more than five seconds, we're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Yorkshire was gripped by a horrifying spree of women being violently attacked and murdered in the late 70s. Peter Sutcliffe's, or Peter Sutcliffe, also known as the Yorkshire Ripper, <laughs> his crimes took place between 1975 and 1980. So he murdered 13 women. I know his name. I don't know the case. Okay. So I only halfway know it. <sighs> he murdered 13 women and attempted to kill seven more within five years. 20 fucking people. I mean, it's not a lot, but it's a lot. That's, one is a lot. Yeah. One is too many. It's also the loneliest number. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know why I went there. Peter targeted prostitutes in Leeds and nearby areas. Um, it's speculated that his violent crimes began when he was swindled out of his money by a prostitute and her pimp. Get the fuck over it, motherfucker. Go make other money. Seriously. Hmm. Ain't no reason to kill somebody. You killing somebody over what, 20 bucks? Ain't no reason to kill nobody. Ain't no... <laughs> so done. <laughs> oh my god. I love that we're both just the singers. Like, you're the smart one and I'm the other one, but we're both the singer. <laughs> <laughs> he told police, I'm not even kidding, God had sent him on a mission to kill prostitutes. I'm sure he did. Right. Well, during his trial, he pled not guilty to murder on grounds of diminished responsibility after being diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia. Hmm. Joy. In 2017, The Sun revealed he had been quizzed in jail by detectives investigating 17 unsolved attacks that are said to bear similarities to the 13 he had already committed. Hmm. Hmm, fair enough. Um, 
He was 71 when he was jailed in 1981 after police caught him with 24-year-old prostitute Olivia Reavers on January 2nd. Police realized his car had false number plates and arrested him. People soon began to realize he shared a lot of the same characteristics as the Yorkshire Ripper. The day following his arrest, police went back to the scene and found a hammer, a knife, and a length of rope Peter had disposed of. Mm. That's not sus at all. No. October 29th, 2020, he was treated for a suspected heart attack at University Hospital of North Durham, which is like three miles away from his maximum security prison. Okay. (laughs) Right? Uh, And then he tested positive for Rona. All right. Yeah, because like he apparently left the hospital because he was like refusing treatment. This is a lot more reason than I thought it was. I'm sorry. This is a lot more recent than I thought it was. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. Um, so he refused treatment at the hospital, so he was sent back, and they tested him, and he had Rona. I'm not even kidding here. Friday the fucking thirteenth. Of course. That next month in November, he died in the hospital, one ten a.m. Oh, sad. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're crying. I'm depressed. Oh, yeah. So, so, so sad. All right. You, you might actually know this one, too. This one's probably pretty popular. Donald Nielsen, also known as the Black Panther. I actually don't. Yes. <laughs> yes. Vindication. <laughs> yeah, you still got, like, four more in there. Three. Whatever. No, four. You're right. Ah, ah, ah. I'm sorry, I was right. How many? T- I say you are right all the fucking time. Shut up. <laughs> it's on recording that I just said it fucking twice. Deal with it. Then you mean me? Um, was a ruthless solo serial killer and kidnapper. In 1974, Nielsen broke into post offices in Harrogate, Accrington. I'm trying, guys. Sure. This is. I'm sorry. I mean, I have a British friend, and I did not ask her about these. I probably should have. Oh, you probably or, should have asked for pronunciation. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I should have. But I'm, I'm just going to do it in my, in my American bullshit self. Because American. America. America. <laughs> I fucking hate this place. <laughs> right. Um, and the Midlands in the dead of night. And shot three postmasters dead while robbing their businesses. Oh, wait a minute, Mr. Postman. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> bang, bang. <laughs> bang, bang into the room. <laughs> and I just, I can't. Bang, bang, I just shot you. <laughs> and now you're dead. Wait a minute, bleed out on the floor. Wait a minute till you, ah, uh, die. <laughs> All right, now that we've properly horrified people. I mean, as soon as I open my mouth, that happens, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> January 1975, he changed his modus operandi because I had to get fancy with it. <laughs> Don't look at me in that tone of voice. Don't talk to me in that tone of face. He broke into a house at Highly Shropshire. Sure. <laughs> okay. I think I went to high school with her. <laughs> That's a place. I know. <laughs> and kidnapped 17-year-old Leslie Whitley, whose rich family ran a coach firm. The so. fuck is a coach firm? I'm assuming, like, either coaching? 
or like horse and buggy yeah so yeah that's okay. the other part that i was gonna say i'm like i don't really know this does, mm. anyway <laughs> this was like 75 so probably okay. coach yeah all right yeah oh jesus where am i you're in my house Get out! <laughs> no, you invited me. You were Three every times white now today. <laughs> you were every white family in a horror movie. <laughs> Fuck off! I would not a run voice, upstairs. A voice tells you to get out, and you're like, "I'm a move in." I just snorted. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the only myself. reason I would move in is because I'm a pity bastard. <laughs> I mean, depending on how cheap it was. Yeah, fair. <laughs> Uh, So he kept Leslie hostage and under what he called a tomb, which is a drainage shaft, in Bathpool, Pard, Staffordshire. Why is everything Shire? Everything's Shire. Welcome to the Shire! Shire. I do it better than you do. Okay, your humble brags and dumb flexes. (laughs) Look... I don't have anything good to flex about, so I'm doing the stupid shit, but I'm a nerd, so some people might like it. Just ruin my life with murder. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, while he was trying to negotiate a 50,000 euro ransom from her family. Fair enough. I mean, get it, bro. Yeah. I mean. Ouch! I'm fine. (laughs) Keep going. (laughs) <laughs> green, green! Oh my god. I'm so happy. I'm sorry, guys. Priest, 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 priest. It's probably a safe word. <laughs> Mine's terrific. Fantastic. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, yeah. Leslie's emaciated body was found hanged by a wire noose in a drainage shaft. Jesus. Two months after she vanished. Way to get on it, guys. Uh, Yeah. Nielsen disappeared, but was later found when a police officer found him by... (laughs) He was... he, he, He was literally just patrolling Nottinghamshire. Like, and he's like, oh, hey, there he is. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. I, that's why it took me a second. I just... Uh, mm, this is so fucking stupid. Uh, after a struggle in the police car, Nielsen's sawn-off shotgun... Oh, that's nice. Because, of course, blew a hole in the roof, and he was overpowered. Yay! He was convicted of murder in 1976, and he died in jail at 75 years old in 2011. Okay. Yay, bye. Bye. Bye! Okay, we're at 22 minutes, so I'll have have an episode. Yeah. This one's... I I don't know if I'm going to say this name right. Um, Irene Eve. It's A-I-R-E-Y. So it's either Airy or Irie. Okay. I, I don't know. Leading conservative MP and shadow cabinet minister... Irene Eve was assassinated as he drove his car out of the car park under the House of Commons, March 30th, 1979. For people who don't know, it's a parking lot. Yeah, yeah, car park is a parking lot. I didn't know that at first, so. Oh. Someone had to explain it to me. Someone obviously British had to explain (laughs) it to me. (laughs) Okay. Uh, 
a bomb activated by a mercury tilt switch exploded under his Vauxhall. V-A-U-X-H-A-L-L. I'm, I'm assuming that's uh, okay. Vauxhall. I fucking, okay, sure. Yeah, sounds I don't fucking know. Perfectly this is, fine. Right? This is 79. Like, I, I know nothing. Um, as a 63-year-old politician drove up the exit ramp. He died only a few hours later from his terrible injuries. Uh, the Irish National Liberation Army, um, which is a breakaway group from the provisional IRA, uh, claimed responsibility for the bombing. This murder caused public outrage as it was the only uh, murder of a politician inside the House of Parliament. Hmm. Yeah. Like, ever. Damn. Yeah. Uh, some politicians claim he was murdered by MI6 and the CIA because he was going to expose spies inside Western intelligence, but no one's been convicted of this murder. All right. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> well, this was really short. <laughs> Uh, August 1963, a gang of robbers held up the Royal Mail's traveling post office train and stole 2.6 million euros in in cash, which today would be like 40 million euros. Damn. Yeah. No guns were used, but uh, most of the gang were were apprehended. Apprehended. (laughs) Apprehended. Ugh. Public outrage caused the judge to hand out 30-year jail sentences to all of them that were that were caught. Okay. Right? These people were pissed. Uh, three members of the gang, Buster Edwards. Of course. Charlie Wilson. Mm-hmm. And Ronnie Biggs. Biggs, okay. Mm-hmm. Two Gs. Of course. Mm-hmm. Spent long trips on the run after several jail escapes. Okay. Yeah. So they were just like, I'm busting out of here, bitches. Uh, the robbery in question was considered legendary, and two movies have been made about it. All right. Yeah. Uh, robbery was made in 1966, and Buster was made in 1990. Okay. Uh, many of the robbers are still alive, and much of the stolen money is still unaccounted for. This is very short. I got another really short one and a longer one. Which one do you want? Get the long one out of the way. <laughs> You're like, just, just go away. You may know this one. August 12th, 1966, three detectives in an unmarked police queue car saw a battered standard Vanguard estate car with three men inside parked on a side street near Wormwood Scrubs Prison in West Wormwood! Sell me a lemon! Matilda. Matilda Wormwood. Wormwood. Oh, wow. That's been a long time. Yeah, Miss Trunchbull. Wormwood. Sell me a lemon. I'm disappointed in myself. I am too. That's fair. I'm just gonna go jump off the roof now. Okay. No, I'm not. I'm on the first floor, and I really yeah, don't want to climb that many stairs. I was like, you, it would do nothing to you, but okay. Yeah. Well, I can't even get to your roof because yeah. neighbors. <laughs> yeah. Plus stairs. Yeah. Effort. No. Okay. Uh, fine. Too much effort. Um. Dying takes too much effort. It really does. Uh, yeah. The police thought they might be a part of a planned prison break, so Detective Constable David Woomwell. <laughs> and Detective Constable Chris Head. I know. They did that on purpose. They partnered them together on purpose. Right? You can't tell me they didn't. It's horrible, I know. Um, they got out of the car to speak to the men in the in the battered car. After a few minutes of talking to the men, <laughs> professional criminal crim- 
criminologist. Criminal. Criminal. Mm. Too many. There, there is no ogist. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, professional criminal Harry Roberts pulled out a Luger pistol and shot Wombwell dead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I can't with that name. Yeah, I know. A sergeant that was with them, Detective Sergeant Fox. Yeah. Wombwell head and Fox. Okay. Yeah, I can't. Tried to run back to the police car, but Roberts chased him and killed him, too, shooting him in the head. Pretty good shot. <laughs> At the same time, another of the men, John Duddy, <laughs> okay. yeah, armed with a Webley revolver. What is with these names? I can't. Man, Britain. 66. Seven, it's like 60s and 70s, man. Okay. It's the 70s are murder, so okay. <laughs> 70s really are. Um... Uh, John Duddy ran up to the police car and shot Fox dead. Okay. So all three of them... <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know why. What the fuck? I just literally just <laughs> tilted my head and went... <laughs> yep. Like, crack! Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. <laughs> uh, the news of the police murder sparked huge public outrage. Like, people were furious. Wonder why. <laughs> Who'd have thunk? Um, so... The public demanded that the recently abolished death penalty be reinstated. Damn. Like, they were that pissed. Damn. They're like, kill him dead. Kill him dead. <laughs> uh, Whitney and Duddy were quickly arrested, but cohort Roberts stayed on the run hiding in, oh god, Epping Forest? Sure. <laughs> Until he was captured in Her- Hertfordshire. 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 Uh, three months after the massacre. Roberts, now 77, is still considered a risk to the public, even though he didn't shoot anybody. He's, like, 77. Yeah. What's he gonna do? Hit people over the head with his cane? <laughs> I mean, I don't It's a I public don't know. menace, not a danger. Yeah. He didn't shoot anybody. He didn't do <laughs> anything. Fucking ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he remains in prison. <laughs> had an itch. I, I see that. <laughs> However, they're not gonna know that. <laughs> so I said it. <laughs> I made an announcement. <laughs> I have an itch. This has been a PSA. <laughs> Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. <laughs> All right, last one, and we're at thirty minutes, so I'm happy with that. Okay, because I'm I'm not gonna edit most of this out because we're funny. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Oh, this one, this one's actually, I, I don't know how to feel about this one, because I feel like it's funny, but in, like, a fucked up way. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, right. July 9th, uh, 1982, the queen woke up in her apartments at Buckingham Palace to find a man sitting at the end of her bed. This is, like, the worst security ever. What the fuck? He just waltzed in and sat on the, qu- okay. <laughs> I have more. Oh, God, we're one <laughs> sentence in. Okay. Yeah, we are only one sentence in. He was 31-year-old drunken cat burglar. He was drunk. And he just waltzed in and was like, what's up, queen? Pretty much. Oh, my God. <laughs> Michael Fagan. Again. He later confessed it was the second time. What the fuck? Everybody, everybody <laughs> just got fired. That whole crew just minute. got fired. Wait a minute. 
Um, It was the second time he had breached security at the palace that is supposed to be impregnable. (laughs) Yeah, well, he has impregnated it. He impregnated (laughs) the bitch. Uh... (laughs) The scariest part for them was that, like, the the royal family was actually under an assassination threat from the IRA at the time. Oh, that's really fucking comforting. You're supposed to protect me from, like, trained assassins. Meanwhile, this drunk motherfucker can just waltz in and just be like, hey. Yeah, seriously. Wow. Everybody <laughs> just got fired. Well, the crime was an embarrassment to Margaret Thatcher, because of course. And the head of Scotland's... The head of Scotland Yard's Royal Protection Squad was fired. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you all. Yeah. No. This is the worst security ever. <laughs> well, it's kind of funny because Fagan actually just apologized to the queen and he gave, er, and she gave her, uh, she gave him, hey, pronouns. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> she gave him a very short jail term. Like, she forgave him. She's like, okay, cool. Thanks for letting me know that my like, security team was really fucked. your fault? Yeah. Well, you, you, <laughs> Yeah, thanks for letting I me know that security was fucked. I can't with that. I can't. <laughs> that, was, that was actually pretty generous of her. Yeah. Like, hey, you gotta, you kinda gotta be punished, but thanks. Yeah, it's just like, you did I, show me that my security was just absolute shit. Security. So. Yeah, quote unquote. Was, oh my god, he was drunk and was just like, what's up? He just fucking waltzed right in. Oh my god. Sat on the queen's bed. Oh my god, I can't. Where the fuck were her guard corgis? <laughs> where were her going? Oh my god. Where was her anything? Where like, was anyone? Literally anyone. I know. Like you're telling me he just have I can't. There's so much to unpack there. Yeah, it was a lot. It was but yeah. Fucking hilarious. Yeah, I, I'm kinda glad we ended on that note because that was a fun little Same, that was funny. That was fun. Um Okay, yeah, that's my what what is that? My third or fourth one? That's my fourth one fourth, done. Yeah. Going back to that book, my drunk ass can barely find my bed. <laughs> Sorry, okay, yeah, we're good. No, yeah, that's fair. All right, um, so yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Some of it. Well, I didn't, I didn't hurt you for too much of it. Like, the other ones have been, like, really rough on you, but this one wasn't too bad. No, this one was actually kind of funny. Yeah, um, maybe I should find, like, a compilation of, like, stupid murders. <laughs> like, people who got caught in stupid ways or some shit. <laughs> Dumb criminals, I'm down yeah, for that. Just so we can just start laughing at people. I'm down for that. Right. Uh, alrighty, well, um, that is another compilation down. If you want to uh, send us any of yours or any trilogies, anything, you know, you want to request, Sisters of the Macabre Podcast at gmail.com. You want to find us on Facebook, Sisters of the Macabre Podcast, Twitter, uh, Macabre Sisters 1, and Instagram is SOTM Podcast 1. Thank you, guys. We love you. Good night. Bye.